How about this fucking team right here? Dustin Brown, short-handed for LA. Score! Here is Goligoski. He gets leveled at the blue line by Dowdy. Food for it, cheer for uh, Kind of like it. Richard throws it in front. Carter, score! Some swagger. Push come to shove, we're gonna get it done. This is for you, Kings fans, wherever you may be. Hey everybody, welcome to the Thanks Bud post-game podcast for the playoffs. Kings win again. Yes, I'm so excited to still be able to say that. Kings win 5-2 against the Chicago Blackhawks. They have now taken a 3-1 series lead. I am so excited about that. Um, I'm extremely pleased. I'm extremely pleased that they won. I'm extremely pleased that uh, when I sarcastically said offensive juggernaut a couple of podcasts ago uh, was reiterated by the TSN broadcast guys. So that's now a correct statement about the Los Angeles Kings um, and the fact that they've kept the Blackhawks to two goals in the last three games. That's pretty impressive. That's really nice. I'm really impressed by their ability to do that. Jonathan Quick, again, had to make some key saves. He finished this game above 900, which is great. Um, <laughs> Corey Crawford, on the other hand, had a rough night. And I don't think any of those goals were particularly bad. But two of I mean, I, I should say they weren't bad because they came, two of them came on the power play for the Kings, and he didn't get a whole lot of help from the Blackhawks on either of those penalty kills. So the Kings were two for two in the first period, which was amazing if you're a Kings <laughs> fan, but probably pretty rough for anybody hoping for the Blackhawks to do better. Uh, yeah, that was pretty, like, just marvel. I was so happy at the end of the first period. Like, that's really all I have to say right now. I was so pleased with everything that was going on. With how well the Kings were playing, obviously they were up three goals. And then seeing that the power play was perfect. But when have I, when have we ever gotten to say that the power play was perfect? Yeah, and honestly, I mean, there um, there were a couple other games, I think, in these playoffs where the Kings power play did a lot of work for them. But I think this might be the first game where the power play was the total difference maker because the Kings got outworked tonight. Like, this was not their best game. They got outworked at even strength by the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks had better possession, but the power play, special teams, both power play and penalty kill, were the difference maker. That's the reason why the Kings won this game. And that's just not something that I'm used to. It's nice, though. (laughs) I like it. The Kings are giving, like, the fans everything that we've ever wanted, and I, now that they're doing this, I just don't, I don't know what to do with this. Jake Muzzin was amazing. Jake Muzzin had a monster game. It was awesome. His the first period in particular where the Kings did score three nothing. He um had the first goal and then a point on the third goal. So way to go. Uh yeah, I want to kiss Jake Muzzin on the mouth. Um <laughs> his scary creepy goal face was beautiful. Um I think he tried to like jump hug onto someone uh for his goal celebration and that was also very pleasing to me. Yeah. But otherwise he just played a phenomenal game. Uh defensively overall, just kind of shutting down everyone not giving the Blackhawks a ton of room to work with. Uh he was great. He had a particularly great play against Patrick Kane against the boards where, I mean, like the last game, there was that um, situation where Taves beat him down low. And sometimes he does get outworked by top six guys like that on the Blackhawks or on good teams. But he had a really great defensive play 
one-on-one against Patrick Kane, where he basically pushed him up against the board, stole a puck, and then got it out. And Patrick Kane was kind of just left standing there. I was like, good job, Muzzin, way to go. Um, he was relentless. It was awesome. Uh, yeah, because there was a quote from him at the or like during the pregame pressers and whatnot, just being like, you know, you can't give Patrick Kane a ton of room because if you give him a ton of room, he's going to score. So all you have to do is kind of just like hem him into the boards. And that's what he did. I loved that quote. And it was great. Jake Muzzin, way to, like, make a promise and, you know, actually do it. Yeah, way to come through. Um, Also, the top line got some points tonight. Uh, Kopitar, it was a weird shift for the Blackhawks, really, like a strange breakdown. But then Kopitar has the puck along the boards, passes it, um, sort of a a wide-angle shot, to towards the net. Gabrick is right there, tips it past Corey Crawford, and the Kings were up 2-0 in the first period. That was great because, like, Jonathan Taves comes to try to take the puck from Kopitar, but he's moving, he moves so fast with the puck and it gets that um, shot off that Taves doesn't have a chance. Like, there was a great ISO cam shot on him on the NBC, NBC feed where Taves sort of tries to go for Kopitar, then looks over his shoulder, and then the goal has already been scored by then. And then so he just looks really, <laughs> really, really disappointed. Which is something that I appreciate. And we've said it before, we like Jonathan Taves just fine, but right now he's our enemy. And I just want his tears bottled up <laughs> yeah. for me. Please. Yeah, so it was good to see that line get um, get on the board because of the fact that they have had chances, but nothing has gone in, and they've done pretty good work, I think. And the Blackhawks also changed their lines a little bit. They took Bolig out of the lineup. They put Taves and Kane together, at least to start the game. I don't actually know if they stayed together for the entire game. But still, you know, top line gets some work done. So good job. Way to step up Kings in that regard. And someone else to step up was, uh, and who got the second power play goal, was Dustin Brown. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of uh, more of a Mike Richards deal, kind of. I mean, he didn't get a point on it, but he pretty much made that play, um, got it to Jake Muzzin, who then tossed it to Justin Williams, and then Dustin Brown was there uh, with an open net, and Seabrook doing absolutely nothing to stop him, and got it right in there. And after all of the hard work that he's been doing this series, and kind of just not being able to capitalize on it in any way. It was nice to see him get a goal that wasn't an empty net. I, I think it's actually really cool then like to see that second unit get that power play goal too after like last game where they were the unit that gave up that unfortunate shorthanded goal. Um speaking of Mike Richards too, he actually had a shorthanded opportunity when the Kings went on the penalty kill early because Kopitar um took a hooking penalty. And during that Mike Richards had a shorthanded chance. It didn't go in, but it was like I'm Really excited to see Mike Richards back to doing things like getting shorthanded chances. Mike Richards has been playing amazing. We already made fun of him for only waking up now, but I'm glad that he's woken up. Yeah, hey, welcome. He's <laughs> he's doing things, and they're great things, and I'm glad. Welcome to the Kings, Mike Richards. Yeah, it's good to have you back. Then in the second period, this I think later they might correct it and make it Dwight King's goal, but right now it's credited to Drew Doughty. Um, he took a shot, and an- another one of his like really hard shots goes through, I think it was deflected, and I think it was deflected off of Dwight King's stick, um, but it puts the Kings up 4 nothing in the second period, a little, like, eight like eight, eight or nine minutes in, which is pretty good, and um, so it was, like, nice to see them continue to try to press and get some even strength goals and not just rely on that power play. Then, of course, like, a minute later, though, the Blackhawks get on the board, and then I, because every, you know, Kings fans... You can't help but start to get a little nervous, like, uh-oh, are they gonna 
yeah. managed to come back because as great as the Kings have been offensively and as good as they've been at limiting Chicago to one or two goals, or I should say two or three goals because they ended up with three last game, but as, as good as they've been at limiting their chances and limiting how much they produce, if a team is ever going to have a comeback, you can't like count the Blackhawks out there. Like They're definitely capable of it. It's kind of it's kind of like two things, um, or like both sides of it. In that I am one, I like would one hundred percent believe that the Kings would give up a ton of goals because they've done it before. But then again, I'm like the Blackhawks. Like I've seen the Kings, you know, score six in a row. So I know that the Blackhawks can also do it. And it's just like a double edged sort of. Uh, I'm scared. And then the third period, it looked like it could be a little scary because for a while, like the. Kings were outshot 7-1 to <laughs> early in that period. And so it was like, uh-oh, are the Blackhawks really going to make something happen? And then Brian Bickle gets a goal, backhanded goal from Canada Taves. I got the assists on it. Um, and there was still plenty of time left, like half the period left to continue to make something happen. But luckily, the Kings actually did start to battle back a little more. They didn't catch them in shots, but at, by the end of that period, the shots were 8-5, which is a lot better. And then then the Kings missed the empty net like three or four times. But finally, Tanner Pearson buries it to put the game away, um, score 5-2, which is kind of how the last game could have ended. But then the Blackhawks got another one. Luckily, that didn't happen this time. Um, I was very pleased, or I was charmed by all of the uh, jokes about the empty net kind of stopping the Kings' goals better than Crawford yeah. What did in like the first period because there were multiple opportun- opportunities for the Kings to get that empty net goal um, at the beginning. And every time they missed it, I like thought for sure that, okay, well, that's the kind of encouragement that the Blackhawks need and they're going to turn it around and score a goal. Um, but they didn't. They eventually, eventually the Kings got there and Tanner Pearson, I'm glad that he got it. Good work. Now all of that 70s line with a point in this game. Yeah, that's awesome. And now the Kings are heading back to Chicago with an opportunity to put the series to bed in five games. I want them to do it so badly. I do too. Kings in five. Kings in five at the United Center to make that place silent. Yeah, return to the scene of last year's game five disappointment and make it a victory this time and go to the Stanley Cup final for the second time in three seasons, please. I would love that. How amazing is that? It's it's so close. It's so close that I'm just kind of like overwhelmed with like, oh, I want this. I want this so bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now I've just been reduced to total feelings of like, I'm trying to think rationally, but actually, I just want you to make this happen for me so that my heart feels happy. Yeah, like I was like, as the post game press conference quotes come in, I'm like, yeah, you're right, Daryl Sutter. They didn't play well five on five. But really, I'm just sitting here like, please win this. Please win this. I just want you guys to win and go on to win to the Stanley Cup final and win the cup thing. I think it's possible for them to come harder at five on five. I mean, again, because now it's an elimination game for the Blackhawks, they're going to come even harder, and they played pretty well tonight, despite the score. So basically, I hope the Kings do step their game up and that Corey Crawford remains unreliable, <laughs> and then that the Kings manage the win and go to the Stanley Cup final and likely face the New York Rangers. Um, I like Corey Crawford's save percentage. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's awesome. I hope it's just like that for Game 5. I think the Kings could do better. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think we could make that thing plummet even more. <laughs> you, they could actually get him. They still have yet to get him uh, to run Corey Crawford, so they have that to work towards. So let's aim to run Corey Crawford yes. in Game Five, Kings. Let's let's see that. We always we always seem to have like a lot of like goalie related goals, and that all we wanted from Game Seven was like a Gibson and uh, Hiller chant. Yeah, or they we just wanted a goalie chant, but we got both of them, which was amazing. And then so now we just want. The Kings to run Corey Crawford. Do it. I think. I think four goals in the first period to do it. Do it. I mean, aim high. <laughs> aim yeah. High. Why not? Live up to cool expectations. All right. I think we should keep this one short because really, I'm happy to just be able to say the Kings won. I, I'm, I'm glad to be able to say that the Kings won, and the other team is on the brink of elimination, not the Kings. Also, it was nice to see a team, not the Kings, lose a game in the first period. That's great. I love when that happens. Let's all just hug, wrap ourselves in streamers, and spin around in circles with joy. Um, And let's just be happy about the gigs being great. Yes. Everybody, feel good about it. You got um, a day, day or two days of change to bask in this, and then we're all going to be pulling to see the Kings win in five games. Take care of yourselves. Until then... And we'll catch you afterwards, and hopefully we get to shout about a victory. Oh, fingers crossed. Thanks for listening, as always, everybody. And we'll catch you next time. Goodbye. Bye, everyone.